Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We continue in the Igaras Hagra. The Hagra uh, is speaking about the importance of uh, bridling and restraining one's taiva and speech. The Hagra uh, says, this is the entirety of man. He should not give in to his desires. He should rein his speech with uh, a rest then. And until one's uh, final day, a person has to be uh, rebuke themselves, not by fasting, not by afflicting oneself, but instead by harnessing and reining one's mouth and taiva. This is one of the main themes of the Geras Hagra, to limit speech and to curtail one's taiva. Not only that, Vizela Tshuva, the Gras says. This is the very basis of tshuva. Not only that, says the Grad, this is the whole fruit of Olam Haba. The whole fruit of Olam Haba is curbing one's taiva, yisurim. In, uh, in other words, the afflictions that one afflicts themselves with, but not in a sort of a painful way, because even though the Gra does say that without yisurim a person cannot reach madregos in Olam Haba, but nevertheless, the Gros says, "Vezehu yoiser mikol hatanesim v'sigufim ba'elam." Greater than all the fasting, greater than all of the self-affliction, is curtailing one's speech and taiva. Even though, as we mentioned, uh, the Gros says, "Without Yisurim loymatzenu yadena v'raglenu v'beis hamedrash." Without Yisurim, it's very difficult to uh, achieve. Uh, Madregos and Olam Haba. Nevertheless, the best Yisurim is not Chas if, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to punish. The best Yisurim is curtailing speech and taiva. And then the Gra quotes the well-known words of Chazal, V'chein korega verega, for every single moment. Sha'adam choysein piv, that a person muzzles his mouth. Zoicha b'shviloi la'araganas, he merits on its account the primordial light, the hidden light, she'in malach that no angel or creature could estimate. Meaning the value even in one time, if you want to say something, now we're not talking about saying uh, something for chesed or to be friendly or to be uh, make somebody feel good, just to shoot the breeze even. If somebody curtails speech, this is a, a great achievement that one will be zoichet to the Arhagonos, that no angel uberia could estimate. Vahimer. Rabbi Gladstein, could I ask a question there, because this has been bothering me the whole time. So uh, you mentioned yeah. to be friendly. It, it seems like there's, there's a big exception here, especially nowadays, you know, where people are lonely, with the, the concept of fever, you know, where you're talking to people because they're lonely, and okay, so and there's a there's a time for speech. The same way there's a mitzvah of bikur chaylam and there's a mitzvah of nicham avelam. So sometimes you have to console the mourning, and sometimes you have to visit the sick. Well, nowadays there are expanded definitions of people who are sick. There are many chaylei hanefesh, many people, if not most people, who suffer from some kind of. Uh, if not physical distress, emotional distress. But much much of speech 
is does not fall under that category. And under those circumstances, there is a inherent value of curtailing. The Pasuk says, Who is the man that desires life? Who loves days? To see good. Guard your tongue from evil. On your lips from speaking deceit. Now the Gra drops in Adam Bam. And the Gra says a chidush that l'chayra there is no source in the words of Chazal for, and that is uvazeh yichupar loy kol avayn. If one curtails their speech, it atones for all sin. So we said before the Gra said that greater than fasting or affliction is curtailing speech. Here's one of the reasons, because somebody fasts or afflicts themselves is not mechaper or their avoynois. Here the Gra is saying that the mere, the mere uh, accomplishment of closing your mouth is enough to be mechaper for any sin. Now, I would venture to say that obviously this means if a person did tshuva, because if you don't do tshuva, just keeping your mouth closed, it's not going to be mechaper any avoynois. Right? There's no such thing, and there's no activity that you could do to cause your sins to be forgiven if you don't do tshuva. Now, if you do do tshuva, then why do you need any other ingredients? Why isn't tshuva alone good enough? So the answer to that would be and uh, that there are, are sins that tshuva alone does not help for. The Gemara Numa says in Daf Pevav that if a person violates chayav ekrisos or chil Hashem, tshuva alone is not enough. A person needs chas v'shalom yisurim, as well, or a person would need Misa as well. And here the Gra is saying, better than the Yisurim, which sometimes would need to accompany Tshuva to Mechaper, all of one's Avoynois, keeping one's mouth closed when you want to say something, when you have a good line to stick it to someone, and you keep your mouth closed, that is Mechaper, all of one's Avoynois. Again, we're presuming if a person also did Tshuva, the Nitzel Mishal Tachtis, you'll save yourself from Gehenna. By the way, Gehenna is not a good place to go to. It's best to avoid going to Gehenna. And there are certain Averois that if you don't do Tshuva, there, is a, there are repercussions. And if a person does Tshuva and it's accompanied by this type of mode of behavior, namely curtailing excessive speech, one saves himself from Gehenim, Kamasha Kasav, like it says. Now the Gra, interestingly, learns this Pasuk, I believe, a little differently than we would have thought. We typically learn, Shoimer Pivula Shoinai, Shoimer Mitzaras Navshai, one who guards his mouth and his tongue, guards from the Tsar. So we typically understand, Piv Ula Shoinai, meaning you guard your mouth and your tongue from speaking Lashon Hara. But the Gra says, no, this means two things. Shoimer Piv, to guard your mouth, one who's careful from excessive eating and drinking, and your tongue from speaking, not just Lashon Hara, speaking idle chatter, you guard from the distress of your soul. And the uh, further, death and life are in the hand of the tongue. Woe to he, Woe to one who kills himself for one word. What does this refer to? The Rav Goldberg cites the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim is actually quoting the 
Chavis Halvavos in the Shara Kniya, that there is a concept that when one speaks Lashon Hara as compensation, Hashem could sometimes, uh, for the damage and the hurt that you cause your friend, Hashem could compensate the person you spoke about by giving him some of your mitzvos. So basically, it's, uh, it's suicide. When a person speaks badly about another, they compensate him by giving that person some of your mitzvos and the speaker takes some of the Aveos. There's no advantage of speech. The one who talks um, excessively and about another has no advantage. Everyone has a remedy except for the Bal Halashain. Now, the main thing is, don't talk about anybody's praise. And certainly his disparagement. Now, what is this talking about? You shouldn't praise anybody? We know there's a concept not to praise someone excessively publicly because you, there's bound to be somebody who's going to say, really? But this, but that, but they once, but they did it, but they're only doing it because... So there is a concept not to uh, praise someone excessively in public. And actually, this does not seem to be fully consistent with the halacha, come to think of it. Because Chavetz Chaim brings as follows, that if you know somebody hates the person you're talking about, don't even bring up his name. Not only don't criticize him, don't praise him, because he's, he's just going to badmouth him. However, if it's uh, a regular person, you could praise, but not excessively. Now, what, uh, says the uh, the Grog, Why speak about foreign matters? Shucha Amuka, a deep pit, Pizaros, is speaking about foreign subjects. God's anger will fall there. So, Actually, according to the letter line halacha, according to the baseline halacha, one should not excessively praise somebody publicly because it's bound, you're bound to have, uh, find naysayers. However, um, we do have to say that Rabbi Yonah and the Shari Tshuva does say that by praising tzaddikim, by praising those who serve Hashem, actually the Rabbi Yonah says, your koina zechus gedoyla ad shamayim, a great merit up to the heavens. And that is because the um, by praising those who serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you are declaring that what is important in this world is the service of Hashem, and by doing so, you are giving honor to Hashem. And the greatest merit that we could uh, achieve in this world is bringing kavod to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the Gura is talking about a scenario where your comments are bound to elicit criticism. And under those circumstances, the best uh, mode of behavior is Call rega verega for every moment. Shadam choisem piv that a person seals their mouth. Zoichel aragonos there they will merit the primordial light. Shein malachu beria yichayim l'shaler that no angel could estimate. In fact, one time when the granat Rav Hagon Rav Naftali Trup was sick, and he was deathly ill, and the Tamidim in Radin got together and they they each committed to give some time of their life over to the granat so he would live longer. They then went to the Chavetz Chaim, they asked the Chavetz Chaim, Nu, how much time are you going to give your Rosh Hashiva, the Granat? And the Chavetz Chaim thought, and he hemmed and he hawed, and he said, 
I will give one second. And the students were, were, were awestruck. One second? Yeah, Chavetz Chaim says, I can't give more than that. Every second of life is so precious, is so valuable. And it made the students realize, made the Talmudim realize, how many seconds do we let go by? And to the Chavetz Chaim, one moment of life was so valuable, that's all he felt he was able to give up. Okay, my Rabbi, so thanks for joining us. We'll continue tomorrow, same time, 5.30, tonight, 9.15. Um, tonight at 9.15 is the Daf HaShavua. Um, if anyone wants to check out on the site, rabbidg.com, all the Hebrew Swarm are now on sale until January 15th. Call to everyone. Have a great day. Bracha